turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to California Business Connections, brought to you by the California African American Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities throughout the state of California. Your host, Carl Davis Jr., talks to the rock stars of this great state and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed entrepreneurs, along with business and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. and welcome to California Business Connections. That's our new name. We used to be Silicon Valley Business Connections. So for those of you who used to tune in and you heard Silicon Valley Business Connections, we're growing. And now we're California Business Connections. We used to be on just KDAO. That's 1220 AM. But now we're on KDYA, which is 1190 AM, and that's in the Sacramento area. And I heard we're also on BIN, that's the Black Information Network. I think that's um, 910 a.m. So wherever you catch us, I'm Carl Davis Jr. I am your host, but I'm also the current president of the California African American Chamber of Commerce, where we help all businesses. We help all Black chambers in the state of California, and we help all businesses. And I said all businesses because sometimes people believe we only help Black businesses. That's not true. We help all small businesses. We help them start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. But the main thing about this show, and I always tell people about we are trying to connect with you. We say, help us help you help small businesses. That's the key thing. Help us help you help small businesses. And you can help small businesses. I'm going to talk a little bit today about this diversity and inclusion award ceremony of which you can be invited to, and I'll tell you how, a little bit later. Uh, I do want to mention that my guest today is going to be Pat Fongita, and Pat is the president and CEO of the Cal Asian Chamber. That's a statewide chamber. It's the California African American African Chamber of Commerce. While Julian Canetti is going to be our other guest, and Julian is the Hispanic State Chairman, President, and CEO. So Pat and Jules are going to be my guests, but they're going to come on the second half of the show, because I'm going to talk to you about who I am and what I'm doing and my, my transition. As I mentioned earlier, I'm the current President and CEO of the California African American Chamber of Commerce, uh, but that's going to end June 30th. I'm actually going to be the Western Regional director for the U.S. Black Chamber of Commerce. I must also mention that through this transition, man, we're going to have some wonderful guests. 
is coming on. We're going to actually have someone going to come on and they're going to be talking about this Roe versus Wade issue that we know the Supreme Court has to deal with. And we're going to have somebody on from the Department of Homeland Security and how their innovation project could be really, really important to you or someone you in Silicon Valley. And now I just want to share a little bit about this transition thing I'm talking about because um, one, if you've been following the show or know anything about me, I used to be the president and CEO of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. And that's a local chamber here in Silicon Valley. And um, we definitely, we made an impact. We've, uh, we've sort of helped get dollars to small businesses. We've been, you know, teaching businesses how to run their businesses better because many times people think that finances is the is the only key. We all know we all need finances, but uh, I always make the analogy is like, you know, your technical assistance is how you run your business. And if you only got finance, which is like water, you just like putting a bucket and putting water into a, a bucket that has holes in it. Eventually the water is going to all run out. If you don't have a good business model, you're not taking care of your business on how you operate and run your business, no matter how much money you may get, your business will eventually run dry or use that money up. For me personally, uh, my heart's been for small businesses. For those who do know, back in uh, 1995, I was uh, elected to this president's White House Conference on Small Business. Uh, man, I go way back. <laughs> That's when Bill Clinton and Al Gore. I was back there working with them. And my issues then, or some of the issues that I have now, is how do we appropriately get resources to those who are traditionally left behind? At that time, it was how can folks in an um, underrepresented community actually even know about or use the Internet? The Internet was going to be huge. Look at us today. We can't do anything without uh, the Internet, it seems like right now. Buying everything you meet over the Internet, it's crazy. And I can see why cyber attacks are going to be so huge in the future to really disable people's communication because it was so dependent on the Internet. Well, I've taken this position with the uh, California African-American Chamber of Commerce here for the state of California. Uh, but now I'm, I'm going to move from just being able to work with small businesses in a state of California. This Western Regional Director position is going to give me you know, positions to where you know, Hawaii, <laughs> Alaska, New Mexico, Utah, you know, all over. So I'm, I'm really blessed and, and I, I'm excited about it. And, and I believe that the California African-American Chamber of Commerce is going to have someone come in who's going to be able to take this statewide organization to another level. Having said that, this is what I'm talking about now is this how all three uh, minority state uh, chambers, the Cal Asian Chamber, the Hispanic Chamber, and us, the California African American Chamber, we all came together to produce this diversity and inclusion award ceremony. It's going to be June 29th. So that's a Wednesday, June 29th from 1130 to 1. It's a lunch. It's invitation only. But it's a, an award ceremony where we recognize corporations and individuals who've made an impact in diversity, equity, and inclusion space. And you know, you hear that a lot, and you know, everybody's talking about it, but we're trying to hold companies to it. You know, it's very, very important that it goes past lip service. And the uh, winners this year, you're gonna, uh, 
I'm going to announce them in the second half of the show so I can get you to stay and listen. As a matter of fact, if you'd like to go and would like an invitation from me, I have four invitations left. So if somebody wants to email me, Carl Davis Jr., that's C-A-R-L-D-A-V-I-S-J-R at Comcast.net. The first four people that email me and say they heard this on the radio, I'll give them an invitation. It's invitation only. It's going to be at the Sheridan, Sheridan Grand Sacramento Hotel, 1230 J Street in Sacramento from 1130 to 1 p.m. Lunch is on us. The room's going to be filled with diversity and inclusion folks and business folks that represent the Cal Asian Chamber, the Hispanic Chamber, and us, the California African-American Chamber. Now, as I said before, in our show a little bit later, we're going to have Pat Thong Kasuda and Julian Kennedy from the California African-American Chamber of Commerce. That's me, Julian Kennedy, from the Hispanic State Chamber, and Pat Thong Kushida is from the Cal Asian Pacific Chamber of Commerce. You're going to hear from them, and you're going to hear more about the diversity and inclusion of it. I want to talk a little bit about Juneteenth, because Juneteenth just finished this past weekend, and I happened to be in Los Angeles, and I was at this event where CNN actually filmed it, and it was the awards uh, ceremony at the Hollywood Bowl, and it, was, and it celebrated 100 years of the Hollywood Bowl, so it was their 100th anniversary. It was a wonderful event, and then some of the things that were said there, and one of the things that popped out, and I just, it's Opal Lee. Uh, I mean, at least she's like 95 years old now but it's still full of fire. And she helped lead a march to Washington to what? To help make Juneteenth a national holiday. You know, when we think about Independence Day, we all think about the 4th of July, but true independence for African-American was, you know, the Emancipation Proclamation. When that was said that no one, no one, not just black people, no one could be slaves here in America. We live here is 2022, and sometimes we can't even comprehend that somebody would actually enslave another person. That is ridiculous. So uh, for us, uh, Juneteenth, and Juneteenth, if you've never heard of it, you can look it up, Google it. The actual date was June 19th. But the way the story works is when the Emancipation Proclamation was, was told, it took over two years for the word to reach Texas. And, you know, I, it, it, we didn't have the Internet. <laughs> and so when it got to Texas, somebody didn't remember the exact date. And they said it was June 10th, June 13th, 14th, 15th. It was June 19th. So the celebration is called Juneteenth. Very funny, but it's a wonderful celebration that depicts our history and talks about the freedom that we now celebrate here. It's, very, it's a very, very important uh, holiday. Again, for those people who... I uh, heard it kind of late. I'm going to give away four tickets to diversity and inclusion award ceremony in Sacramento. Uh, but you need to email me. It's Carl Davis Jr. at Comcast.net. At Carl Davis Jr. At Carl with a C. I'm going to wrap up this first half of the show talking about, I, I'm on this thing about the Roe versus Wade. That's huge. Politically, that's huge. Uh, I've been thinking about voting how voting is a mandatory, and it's, but it's a right. And it's very important that all of us register to vote. That is so important. No matter who you're going to vote for. I mean, that's why we have this country. 
people are on different sides, Republicans, Democrats, independents, whatever you may be, but the right to vote is what democracy is all about. When I think about democracy, I think about that preamble in the Constitution, and it says, we the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Do ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America. Powerful, powerful document. I'm gonna stop right there. My guest today is Pat Fong Kushida and Julian Kennedy. Pat Fong Kushida, I'm just gonna say Pat. Pat represents the Cal Asian Chamber. She's the state president and CEO, and Julian represents the Hispanic State Chamber. Pat, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Carl. Thanks for asking us to uh, meet with you today. Really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for that. And Julian, you know, I, I've had you on before. How are you doing today, Julian? Well, I'm doing just fine, Carl. Thank you. And again, uh, thank you for having both Pat and I on today and, and to talk a little bit more about our organizations and, and some great announcements of some things we're doing together. <laughs> well, Julian, since you're talking right now, you know, I know you've, held, I know you've held many positions, but I'm sure our listeners would want to know, what's your background, Julian? How did you become the Hispanic State Chamber President? Well, I've actually uh, had this position three times. I've been hired by the board three times. And at uh, one point in my lifetime, I, I, I worked with Pat uh, side by side at the Cal Asian Chamber. Um, I really got involved in this, but just by you know, being engaged in the community, it's, it was something that kind of fell in my lap. Um, and, and so, um, I, as I said, I've, I've been hired by the board of directors, and this is my third uh, tour of duty, so to speak. Um, but really, it, it, it has come down to a, a love for what we do, Carl, what Pat does, what you do, day in and day out, right, helping small business. And I discovered that long ago when I was working with a local chamber in my local community just as a volunteer. Um, and so, um, you know, the state chamber says, hey, uh, you know, we need some help. Would you mind helping? And the rest is history. <laughs> Thank you, Joy. You know, that is one thing that has been common in the thread of all of us uh, working together. We all have a heart for small businesses. And, and I just think that that's anybody who's going to be in this kind of position or business must have that because uh, it's definitely a lot of hours and it definitely doesn't equal a lot of pay, but uh, it, it is a, it is a, it's a love journey. Right. Pat, now, now tell us, Pat, how did you come from where you're at? Maybe, maybe you were, you know, in high school and you wanted to have this position, Pat, tell us, how do you get to be the Cal Asian president and CEO? Oh, that's so funny. I, I Carl, in high school, I definitely had uh, no notion about, Chambers of Commerce or a lot of the struggles that we we see in our communities today, just simply trying to, I think, live the American dream as, a, you know, as an immigrant, first generation Chinese America here in um, California and here in Sacramento. You know, I saw the struggle of my family as they tried to assimilate into, um, you know, kind of the American dream and what it took to get there, which was really through small business ownership. And, you know, as a result of that, I've always had a real passion for small business. And then my husband is a minority-owned business. Um, they've been in business 
since 1954. Mm. It was a family business, and um, my husband took that over um, in the early 2000s, and you know, really got to witness um, his struggles. Right, being, mm. I guess, um, the captain of your own entity as a small business, you wear the hat of an accountant, you wear the hat of a marketing expert, you wear that hat of legal and HR and all the things that I had come from corporate America had taken for granted because we had various departments to do all that. We didn't have, you know, I didn't have to do all that. So I saw the struggles of, of, of my husband in his small business and all the hats he had to wear and really did give me a deep love for uh, and passion for small business and what what could be achieved if they work if we all work hard enough and uh, you know I just wanted to say that I wanted to also compliment Jules um, and you because Jules in particular because he and I did have the opportunity to work many years together um, but when I first started on this journey he was one of the folks that I had sought out very early in my career because he had already been doing it. And I don't know, Jules, if you remember or not, but we had lunch one day um, when I was just getting to know you and was just asking you all those questions. How do you do this? And, and how, do you, how do you become relevant? And, and how do you, you know, represent your communities in the right way? So I just wanted to say thank you to Julian because his leadership has really helped guide the way that I do my business today. Thank you, Pat. You're too kind. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, Julia, Julian's known well uh, down here at the local level, too. I know Dennis King with the Hispanic Chamber, Silicon Valley Hispanic Chamber, has always spoken very highly of Julian. And I've known him for years. And he's always been, whether it's chamber business or it just general anything, Julian's always put his heart out there and he's always willing to help people. And uh, and I can just see why they're doing so well. You know, I... I think of your organizations, and I want to give you a chance, at least a minute or so, to say something about your organizations and what your organizations are doing, because many people may not have heard of your organizations, and and I'm honored to have you guys on. So, uh, Julian, why are you getting a chance to talk now? Tell us a little bit about the Hispanic, the State Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Sure. But, you know, first of all, I, I thank Pat for those wonderful words you said, but uh, you know, Pat has gotten to a point where um, when Pat calls you and, and talks to you, you know, you never say no, right? So um, um, people know that she can get things done and, and, and she's really a mover and shaker, especially for the small business community. And we appreciate all the hard work that she does, not just for the Asian Chamber, for, for all of us. You know, real quick, uh, Carl, you know, the Hispanic Chamber, I'll say it in three terms, right? Advocacy, education, and creating opportunities. And they, when you really think about it, they all tie together, right? We're out there advocating for our small businesses, but at the same time, also advocating for opportunities and, and dollars so we can put in education programs. I think one of the biggest things our, our businesses lack and, and what the State Hispanic Chamber has been committed to is, is making sure our businesses have that knowledge. Uh, if you look at both our organizations, I, you know, I can't necessarily talk for Pat's, but you know, I, know, I know what she has you know, in the works and, and what's going on there. A lot of what we do is about education and sharing knowledge. And, and we really feel that that advocacy and you do that education, that leads to creating opportunities. And when we say creating mm -hmm. opportunities, we're talking about not just uh, education opportunities, job opportunities, but for our small business, we're talking about contract opportunities and other opportunities so they can grow their business and be successful. So that's very, I think, succinct of, of what mm -hmm. we do. 
Man, that's powerful. You know, we we definitely, all of us are saying the same thing. Pat, you know, you may mirror that or you may have something slightly different, but, but say a little bit about the California Asian Chamber of Commerce. Well, I think I would echo Jewel's sentiments around the work that we do, but what I would add, and I think this is also indicative of, of the Cal uh, Hispanic Chamber and your organization as well as the innovation. I'm going to stress and underline the word innovation because chambers of commerce in today's world around all the social media and the networking that can happen online, what is our relevance? What is truly our relevance in the 21st century? And I think that the key to the success of our state chambers is that we continue to innovate and we continue to create in order to advance what Julian described, which was really centered around the advocacy, education, and providing the type of technical assistance needed for small businesses to thrive. So you have to continue to innovate. And what we're most proud of at the Cal Asian Chamber is we decided, and Jules was part of our organization back then, I want to say very early on that we weren't simply going to be an event-driven chamber, that we were a chamber that was really focused on providing real services and, and resources and capabilities for our, um, for our minority small businesses, for AAPI small businesses in particular. And I remember, Jules remembers this, I remember going to a board meeting and sitting in that board meeting and you have all of the folks that sit around that table that fund um, all of our organizations in some capacity or another. And I said to them, I said, you know, for the investment that you make on an annual basis, I'd like to ask your permission to take that investment, turn it into a three-year commitment, but not give you necessarily what you've traditionally um, um, been given, but actually create a really strong technical assistance arm. So you're not going to get the visibility necessarily. You're not going to get the banner. You're not going to get the, um, you know, the booth, right, at, at a major event. What you are going to get, though, is impact. What you are going to get are results. And I think that that's the type of innovation that needs to occur for chambers of commerce in order to thrive um, as we continue to move forward. Man, I love that. You know, for the rest of this show, man, there's something very important we're trying to let all our listeners know about. And this is the inaugural diversity awards ceremony that's going to be at the Grand Sheraton in Sacramento on June 29th. June 29th. That's Wednesday, June 29th. Now, I know in just a little bit of time we have that this is an affair that all three of us have come together, the Cal Asian Chamber, the Hispanic Chamber, and the California African American Chamber. In about a minute, Pat, what could you say is the importance of why our organizations coming together is, is so enormous? Why is that? Why is that a big thing? So there's a moment in time, right? We know because of the pandemic, it really laid bare the inequities um, for our communities and particularly for our communities of color. And the work that we've been doing, Jules, 20, 30 plus years, myself, 20 plus years, Carl, your 20 plus years, we've been working to provide inclusive economic development to the state of California for all those years. But for the first time, I think there's a sea change and the recognition that it's not just an investment that needs to occur um, because it's, I don't know, the politically right thing to do, but it's an investment that needs to, be, to occur because it has to, right? 
we need to be looked at as assets. We need to be looked at as a very vibrant part of this economy. And in fact, with the Hispanic, African-American, and Asian communities, we are the majority, not the minority here in the state. And I think that folks, to be honest, don't know how well all of us actually get along. And I don't <laughs> think we realize that we all share the same passion and the same goal for our communities. And that is, is what I think Jewel started this conversation with, right, is what is that advocacy? What is that outreach? What is that technical system? What is that investment into our communities, particularly our disadvantaged communities, that's going to lift California, right? And so when there's a next big pandemic or a next big recession or whatever's going to occur, we're going to be in a better place than we were before. Well, man, Jules, I'm going to have to bring you back on because we're almost out of time, believe it or not. Yeah. It goes so fast. And I wanted to just say that diversity and inclusion award ceremony, June 29th, everybody should be there. Your sponsorship opportunity is still there. If anybody would like to help and support us, just go to blackchamber.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to California Business Connections. You've been listening to California Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr., brought to you by the California African American Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, calaacc.net. That's calaacc.net. Or call 510-505-8818. 510-505-8818. Copies of our podcast are available online at calaacc.net. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at calaacc.net. That's info at calaacc.net. Keeping you connected. California Business Connections.